Hey, welcome back everybody to What's the Trend, the honest podcast show where people come to get inspired about the latest trends today. On the show, we have inspiring conversations with real business practitioners, influencers, and rising stars. We present you with endless opportunities so you can take action, get your business to the next level. More so, we educate about all those trends and talk about the practical skills in branding, business, and human behavior you need to attain success and set the trend. So who am I? For the people who never heard about me before, my name is Nicholas Polito. I'm a self-taught brand designer and entrepreneur and in the process of building a massive branding agency, let me help you to build your brand and share the information I have gained over the past years as an entrepreneur in business. All you need to do is tune in on the daily episode to recommend this show to a couple peers that being said, thanks for spending some time with me today and enjoy the show. The episode starts now. See ya. Hey everybody, what's going on here? Back again on the podcast. So excited to be back, man. It's, ah, well, today we're going to talk about a very interesting trend. Uh, well, I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. We're going to talk about... Who is going to replace the old factory worker? The answer is the new factory worker. But what is that? What is considered uh, the new 9 to 5? Or the new, um, I don't know, We once in a while we have those paradigm changes, however you may call it. In episode 042, which is this one, today we're going to talk about what's going on with that. And yeah, let's get right into it. That being said, let's talk about it. I mean, the traditional worker jobs, they have been disappearing for quite a while now. I mean, it all started back in the day when Henry Ford came up with, with the cars and the automobile industry and the manufacturing industry really uh, grew when everybody was hired and they made good salaries back at the, at the day. And then after World War II and stuff like that, where there was high demand and production, especially in Germany, where I'm from, and also in the United States, actually everywhere. But now... Since we are now in this digital age where there are a lot of things into place, a lot of fundamental changes as an AI, robot technology, virtual reality, artificial intelligence, as I mentioned before, AI. Um, I mean, a lot of people ever ask, what's AI stand for? Actually, artificial intelligence. When we will have really cool episodes in the near future, and I'm excited, but I mean, it's... it's, um, because I want to make this the best, uh, one of the best episodes where it's in development. So anyways, we're going to talk about this. So, I mean, they've been disappearing for quite a while, the manufacturing base. And um, it's a shrinking industry. And um, um, why productivity has increased massively in those factories, so those factories don't go away. These employees who would work there and would stand on the assembly line, would do what they were supposed to do, like... Um, they've been replaced by robots and uh, artificial intelligence and by systems and machines. Matter of fact, I've been to um, the BMW, um, or I guess here, here you guys call it Beamer or whatever, I don't know, uh, uh, one of these factories in Germany. And um, yeah, yeah, that one of the major factories in Germany where they produce these things. Really interesting, they showed us the whole process and there was only a couple of humans in this factory. Not many people worked there actually. Um, 
and and most people would say like older people in general like and your grandpa and your grandma whatever like they would work at those factories and um or maybe you may be one of them as well so in this case well man times are changing um so um they fear like hey man what's going on well as a matter of fact we've never been so blessed at least in the united states and also worldwide i mean there are there are much more opportunities today than they were ever on the planet much more than what 20 years ago or 50 years ago essentially because 124 um, million Americans are now employed in full-time and 28 million in part-time, just to give you some stats. And we have one of the highest employment rates ever in uh, this day and age. Could be a lot more right now. So so what? So in contrary, let's compare those, those two things, those two stats types here because i was always like interested like who brought up this new factory work fact factory worker thing like in the industrial age like i know that's where nine to five came up and um i mean it's just i mean people were just clocking in nine and and coming home at five and hey man that's um well i i couldn't live in that day because it was like a lot of control and we're going to talk about the difference like what's what was then and What's coming now today? So uh, back in the day, in nineteenth century, basically when that all got started, um, jobs and the industry in America were kind of structured around family life, right? I mean, health was important, safety was important, work hours were important. Over time, yeah, man, when you did that, you got extra pay, and and basically being part of a collective organization and. Um, structure that would protect you in case something happened i mean your children were protected and your spouse and everybody um uh, and and it was kind of like the i mean it's a generational uh thing where every generation thinks different i mean they're millennials that are gen xers the boom uh, boomers baby boomers and um uh the sentinels which is i'm a part of the sentinels essentially because uh everybody who's born after 1996 is not a millennial. So because I people make this, yeah, man, what a millennial is thinking, and you might be considering yourself, but you might be twelve years old, or you might be sixteen, or if you are twenty, you're still not. You're a sentinel. You're part of the digital natives, as they call it, because the millennials are still a bit older, and they already know that kind of stuff. So, and just to give a little bit more context to it, because it's always good to have more information. So basically, these guys. Uh, they had kind of this mindset of safety, and that's why um, generally um, my grandfather, well, well, my grandfather in Germany was an entrepreneur, uh, but um, my my American grandfather was not, and um, also like the, and the family and the parents and uh, my dad, and that's why there's still like this old pattern, this old mindset of security, of, yeah, man, you got to be careful, you got to be cautious about insurance and all this other stuff. And um, because that's when they that mindset got started and they were basically sold on that nine to five thing. They were sold on all these different things that it's important. They were sold on on, on, on a collective organization, which nowadays days, um, nobody gives a shit about anymore. Um, well, basically in a new environment, which we're going to talk about in a second. So they were standing at the assembly line doing one thing, uh, basically the same thing, repeating it um, day in and day out. I mean, basically the same day for, for, for as long as they would be there and they would clock out and the next day would take over. I mean, I know for a fact that a lot of people, like a lot of guys in Germany, where I went to class with because I grew up in this 
um, went to school in a, in a, in, in, um, a, in a town where there were a lot of factories. And what most people would do is they would basically go get a summer job or maybe get, because they also had like, like uh, part-time or full-time employees or whatever. Like you didn't need any education. You just would go there and you would get hired and they would pay you. And, uh, you basically work on shift and do these kind of assembly line, old-fashioned kind of jobs day in, day out. And I still know some guys who I uh, graduated with maybe two years ago, and they are doing the same thing. Again, no education there. They just like doing it. I don't know. Well, I don't think that's alive. When, you, when, when you're young, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be traveling. You should be exploring the world. You shouldn't waste your time in, in these things because it's kind of boring. It's really not helping you in any case. Um, so, um, well, according to the recent stats right now, the manufacturing industry, at least in the United States, employs only 9% of the workforce in 2015. That was the latest stat on that. So now it might be a lot less because a lot of things have been automated and America almost made in China and all this other stuff, right? You know about that stuff. So now let's talk the new factory worker. Who's that guy? Well, the new factory worker, contrary to the old factory worker, is part of the information age. But back then was the industrial age where that was boom. Now we're information age. The currency is information. As you remember, and you might have listened to one of my latest podcast episodes, I made an um, analogy that I also sold, infor- sold information. And I think that's a very interesting story because um, back when I was still in high school, um, uh, and especially in Germany, it's easy to sell information. Um, and the way somebody do, I mean, essentially it's, it's a lot harder or I think, I, I, I don't believe it depends on, on, on everybody's needs. Like as some people want a product, some people want a service, people are willing to pay for information just as people are willing to pay for lead generation or getting a leads list. I mean, that's the same thing. So I wouldn't say it's that hard, but back in the day I really sold that, uh, or basically sold out other competitors or people maybe, um, when I was still kind of kind of young, a little bit of a greenhorn, but I did it because I I didn't really, didn't really I I, I kind of hated these people anyway. So I'm like, yeah, hey, man, whatever, who cares? Never give a shit about anything there. And um, well, so and and people are addicted to information now these days. They want information with social media. What's going on? So the new factory worker is basically built, is created, constructed this new creature is uh around the always on economy like always everything has to be on 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 uh on and off mode it's like immediately like um came okay, in we're on we're going um then um obviously um it, it there's much more flexibility involved i mean it's demanded by uh millennial workers essentially we need flexibility in our workforce we have other things to do and obviously, when a big share of the market of, of the workforce demands that, um, that's going to happen naturally. So if all of you decided, hey, man, uh, I want to uh, make a phone call while I'm at work and everybody would just stop working, then over time, people would make adjustments. I mean, that's just what happened there. I mean, it was just a different mindset. So now the new guy, he runs basically a forklift in an Amazon warehouse because uh, Jeff Bezos, he really uh, blew it up the company and Amazon warehouse, all that stuff is now, that's a good part-time job for guys. Or um, you work independently and that's much better 
for an app like Uber. And that's still a challenging job, but we get into the stats on how much money you can actually make. There are stats that an Uber driver can even make uh, more at time, make a really great income of that. I mean, I think Uber is probably one of the greatest inventions on the planet because it's, uh, I mean, you don't need a license. I mean, these fat taxi drivers, cab drivers were always expanded. You see what it costs. You have the ability to, to, uh, choose and pick a car based on quality. Maybe if I, I'm a businessman, I'm going to a meeting, I have the ability to pick a nicer car or bring somebody with me or like, I don't need a car. I believe we're going away from that. You need a car to, uh, um, you don't need, uh, well, well, we're, we're, we're working towards a, a position or, uh, where, where few people have a car. There are still going to be cars around, but everybody's going to be like automated and busy. And why would I use a car if I could use Uber? And that's going to save me the gas money and all that stuff. And it's really cheap. So yeah, basically that. So, well, new jobs, even like I said, I mean, Uber driver or an Amazon warehouse or a lot of th- other things, which we're going to talk about in a second, uh, they don't require a college education. And I believe most things in life don't require qual- college education. A lot of people are going to say, yeah, man, that's bullshit, man. Come on. Blah, 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 blah. Well, these people are just, um, I believe college maybe can be very, very, uh, interesting for the experience i mean they had the parties and you're gonna have um a life and you're gonna have uh friends and all this other stuff and cultural exchange and all that for that may it, it i would definitely recommend it uh, although i never went to college myself and never will essentially because i um had other priorities in my life and um Obviously, um, for that experience alone, for parties and maybe perhaps, perhaps for the networking, but these days it's not any more important. I mean, when I came here to the United States, I didn't have a network. And one year later, I uh, expanded my NAS network ridiculously. I'm in contact with a lot of people also throughout this podcast. So I believe it's uh, it, it's bullshit. But, well, I mean, for, for that experience. But college education basically um, is not necessary for these jobs. I mean, all you need is a, is a car when you're going to go an Uber driver and um, you're good to go. And a smartphone, essentially. And, um, I mean, it provides the middle class an interesting career path. I mean, there are different things like that out there. And they make good money, essentially. And um, these employees basically have the have more personal freedom than the old factories worker back then. They have a greater ability to set their own hours, and they um, can be their own time managers and task managers, whatever. And uh, there's a lot less personal supervision involved, right? I mean, these days you can basically oversee everything by a computer system. Everything is trackable. Your phone tracks you, all that stuff. There, at some cases, there's even no attendance required by by newer jobs where you, where there's an office setting. Like I'm working towards a point where I'm where I'm uh, having my own branding agency, which is really close. Uh, I'm not going to mention the details here because like a lot of the stuff is uh, confidential and stuff, and uh, I'm not going to get really deep into it. But my personal opinion, if I hire a graphic designer or I hire some of these content creators, I mean, you could do that from home. You don't need to be in the office. You don't, you could do that from anywhere. So I would never, ever say you need to be in the office because I hate that. I would create an environment that I would personally want to work in, like as an employee. So that means no supervision. I can come in when I want or not. And... 
the only thing that matters is um, you need to get the job done. And if, if I get the job done, I get paid and I, nobody gives a shit about anything. No, nobody like says anything. Like I'm all open for culture and, and having like, um, like, but I'm not like, I don't really believe in these motivational things. Like, like people who have like sales meetings, like, hey man, high five each other. And people might listen to it, but with a degree, man, yeah, it helps us. Well, what, where are good for you? But I don't really think it has that much of an effect. Well, I mean, that's what I would uh, I would basically come along with. So employees have more time. Like it's an interesting career path for moms or creative guys who have other things to do. And uh, yeah, well, I mean, I mean, basically, you're 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 adapting yourself to the new guys out there. And guess what? New companies and future entrepreneurs and current businessmen and whatever. You're listening to this podcast for a reason because we're talking about honest trends. And the honest opinion is if you don't and you are running a business, you're not doing something that attracts the new guys into your business. Like giving more personal freedom, no micromanagement. And a lot of people say, hey, man. Micromanagement is essential. No, it's not. You can track everything. I mean, it's monitors. You you can really monitor every everything. Uh, I mean, I I work with programs, softwares. I can see everything a freelancer does for me. I can see everything. Okay, man. I don't need to call him because I see what he's working on. Okay, that I mean, if you have a little knowledge and you and and you get get some courses into and into how do you work operate with a computer or something like that and how you use these programs. It'll be easy for you and it will be a time saver. And if the guy does his job, I mean, you see it and you get a notification. Hey, man, something's going wrong. You immediately know what's going on. Well, you don't need to do that anymore. Like, I mean, it saves you more time. It's more efficient. So that's how I see it. Now, there's some other thing that's called these apps, like where, matter of fact, TaskRabbit, if you don't know it, and maybe you will give it, give it a try, where they publish on-demand chores, where people just come in and they do your chores for you, like, hey, man, fix the roof or whatever, like, uh, rake the leaves, whatever. And then, obviously, Instacart for grocery shopping and delivery, you just basically, um, um, yeah, tell them what they what you want and they bring it to you, to your uh, door, actually, to your doorstep. So then there's Style Seat for an on-demand style services and booking. I mean, basically, these things are kind of all also fall into that bucket of new factory. I mean, they're same, they're repeating chores, but now you don't have like a boss. You have like uh, the customer who is your supervisor. The customer gives you a rating. So these guys benefit from a good service, vice versa. So the customer has like instant access and can and can decide, hey, man, when do I want it? And it's it's always available. And you who are working for this the, this app or Uber or um, TaskRabbit or Instacart, whatever, you benefit from good ratings. If you get good ratings, you get more opportunities, more work, and you get more money. Okay, that's the bottom line. So you'll be actually rewarded for good work because the customer is going to give you a five-star rating. No, a lot of great Uber drivers that are just kicking ass and they have thousands of ratings and like really nice guys and like, hey, there's these funny things you can put in. That's 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 awesome. I always like to give these ratings because it's 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 really entertaining and people are actually encouraged to it because it's so intuitive. The platform you want to do that, and then yeah, you want to give those badges and stuff like that. And the game, and I don't have this badge. Give me this badge, and hey, man, that's fine. Well, I mean, essentially the only difference to those th- things is that back in the day you were standing kind of the break at the water cooler, we're talking smack about your boss. Now you're kind of working alo- alone, hanging on a job. I mean, I mean. 
it just moved to a, a different a different environment, a different setting. I mean, the question is, a lot of people do it full-time, and for some youngsters out there, do, do, is do it as a part-time gig. I personally sm- find it very smart. I don't have a car in Chicago, because like I said, I don't... I, I might buy a car like from like entrepreneurship success and business, whatever, but I believe that uh, it's really not necessary if you're starting out in entrepreneurship. It's, a, it's an expense you can avoid, and Uber just saves you a lot of more money. Expe- as, as, um, bit, uh, considering the fact that I live in a big city and I travel, so it's unnecessary, right? Um, so now... Now let's talk a little bit more about Uber because I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of that and maybe you might take that advantage and and work for these guys, whatever. So Uber has cool exploding jobs, right? And then you can apply everywhere. They have uh, stands and malls. I mean, thousands of people drive in in 66 countries so far. I mean, a top-rated driver makes about $100,000 or more. And in New York, even, they can make a medium income of fifty to 60000 That's quite a lot. So you hear, guys, the opportunity is there. The opportunity is big, not only for Uber, not only for Amazon. I mean, a lot of things are out there. Facebook. I mean, you can make a as a as a as a, as an average engineer in Silicon Valley if you know how to program, if you know how to do these things. If you are a computer gig, um, you can make 150k as a starting package. Just show them your resume. Just show them you know, well. Just show them your 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 skills, man. Not your resume, essentially, but. Well, I mean, the opportunity is there, and the new factory worker has a lot more going on than the old one and the old days. And I know it hurts, guys, but remember, this is about what's the trend, and this is the trend today, and you better figure it out, because in this new environment, you can make a lot out of these new technologies, AI, virtual reality, artificial intelligence, and if you build the next company... I, I will be getting into the virtual reality space so um, pretty soon, actually. Matter of fact, there are some plans going on. Hey, what's up? So glad that you tune in on today's episode. And since you're still here, the least you could do is to leave this podcast a five-star rating. Just uh, scroll down, leave a review, and support this movement on good old iTunes. We want to make this podcast the best podcast show on the planet. We are, quite frankly, the honest show, that's for sure. But in order to achieve that number one spot and in the top 10 and keep the momentum going, please recommend this show to two people at least. And do a brother a favor and give us a shootout to fight the big guys, will ya? That being said, thank you so much again for for spending some time with me today, listening to this episode, taking some notes, and, and setting a trend with the information you gained today. Anyways, if you have any questions about anything I talked about or anybody said, hit me up on Instagram at nicholas.polito, and always subscribe to What's the Trend. Have a great day, and uh, see ya in the next episode.